When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Realistic Randy is one of the OG callers into Vikings Vet Line. And now, he's one of the biggest Vikings YouTube superstars on Earth. His Vikings pain is now your game. This is Realistic Randy Rants with Randy and Declan on Purple Daily and Score North. Realistic Randy Rants every Monday right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Ask and you shall receive, Realistic Randy. You and I like the game plan, what we're doing. But then on Monday morning here, we get news that Eric Kendricks was cut. You and I already had a full episode of, hey, what targets could they get into? What free agents could they now get into? Well, the ball is now moving in the direction of veterans being moved on from. And I'm sure we're going to get into a bunch of different options. And then how that dovetails to into the free agency pursuit. But first, your initial thoughts of Eric Kendricks, no longer a member of the Minnesota Vikings. Well, coming into today, the Vikings, they were a little over $24 million over the cap. All teams, they got to be cap compliant by next week. And it was a foregone conclusion that Kendricks would be released. And that was before last week's combine presser, where Kwesi Adafo Mensa was asked about the inside linebacker group and he talked about everybody on the team but Kendricks and Jordan Hicks. I'm sure Jordan Hicks will soon follow. Yeah. But you free up $9.5 million in cap by releasing Kendricks. More cuts are on the way. Eric Kendricks is the greatest Vikings linebacker that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Light on his feet. Basically a cheat code as an extra member of the secondary and you want to talk about memorable plays. I'm going back to 2019 on the road against Dallas, fourth down, the turnover on downs, Dak Prescott to Ezekiel Elliott on the out route, incomplete, forced by Eric Kendricks. 2020, I don't know if you remember this, Dex. At Lambeau Field against the Packers, Aaron Rodgers takes a deep shot to Devontae Adams on a go route. The pass was incomplete. Who made that play? Eric Kendricks, 35 yards downfield. Are you kidding me? The position that he plays, based on the position that he plays and his build, just all stiff up top, I keep saying to myself, you have no business moving the way that you do against the pass, but he did it. And as a Vikings fan, it's going to be tough to imagine him in a different jersey, but it makes sense. Yeah, it was time to move on. I I think it, and we're gonna about to get into a bunch of different uh, roster construction here on this episode of Realistic Randy Rants. But I think that one just made the most sense to move on from. It was easy cap savings. There's not much dead money. Great player to your point. Um, a prime player that a lot of Vikings fans probably um, will be wishing they have going forward and and longing for the good days of Eric Kendricks. 
but it was an easy decision, I think, for them to make here as they get closer to the league year opening here this time next week. Uh, and Eric Kendricks is the first domino to fall. So realistic, Randy, you have a list here of other options, cuts, uh, restructures, maybe even some trades here. Or what, what is the parameters of what you want to do here? You're, you're kind of uh, the captain of the salary cap here. You're Kwesi Adolfo Mensa's right-hand man, and I'm sure you're CCing him on all of these roster ideas. So where, where are we going with, with what players could be moved on from? Is someone going to be cut? Who's next? Who's going to be restructured? I'd love to get into this with you right now. Okay, so after this move, the Vikings are $15.6 million over the cap. I'm going to go player by player. You give me your yay or nay. Do you agree or not as far as a cut slash restructure? Zadarius Smith, I say you go ahead and cut him. The Vikings will save just over $12 million in cap. I feel like the second half of last season, he disappeared. I don't care about the pressure rates. Close out on the quarterback. What say you? So I say cut. Uh, this is okay. I say cut to this um, because again, I think the savings and the dead money it just it makes too much sense. When when you're we're about to get into some other players that that becomes a little bit more complicated. So I, I won't bury my lead there. Uh, but he was a completely different player in the second half. You need elite pass rushers, so it's yes. I guess it's it it's, it's not. I guess it is difficult to say goodbye to a player like that. I think I can find a player though in the middle of Zedaria Smith, who was at a peak in the top you know, top half of the season where he was really good, and obviously he wasn't very good in the second half. Is there someone in the middle, and is there someone who's making chump change to what Zedaria Smith is scheduled to make, whether that's his initial salary for 2023 or with the restructure? To be honest, I think I cut him, I take the money, and I invest that into a new, either a new edge rusher or I look to draft someone, hell, maybe a trade for someone. I can replace that value in my opinion, so I am, I'm good with cutting him. And the Vikings were 22nd in sacks. With Zadari Smith and Daniil Hunter, that's ridiculous. That should never happen. And if we're talking about, well, you know what, maybe the Vikings, they should go after an edge rusher. Well, okay. Then there's no reason to have Zadari Smith because I'm not cutting Daniil Hunter at all. Right. Moving forward, if you trade Dalvin Cook, you save nearly $8 million. If you cut Dalvin Cook, you save close to $6 million. Obviously, you want to get more cap savings. If you can trade him, I would do it. But either way, I would make a move to where he's not on a team next year. And by the way, before you give your answer, did you see that his agent on Instagram was talking all this smack and said, well, if the Vikings knew how to call run plays, this would be a different story. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dalvin Cook, where are you? Uh, so I try to trade him the best I can to your degree, uh, to your point there. I try to trade him. I think there's a team that probably is desperate to have him. Yeah, the agent thing is not a good sign. You don't like your agent clapping back on it. Um, he's a productive running back. He played in all he played in all the games last season for the first time. Uh, but I think I can move on from him. And my reasoning for this is, and I think some of this will even out. But last year, I believe the Vikings were 28th, 29th in rushing attempts. So they they chose to not run the ball a lot with a really good running back in Dalvin Cook, right? They they passed a ton. Now, I think some of that evens up a little bit. I think they end up running maybe a little bit more than they did last year, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to pay a player at a lot uh, at that position for a lot of money if you're not going to utilize him a lot. So I just think it makes too much sense for them to to move on from him. They they should move on from him, whether that's if it's a trade or a cut. Um, I think eventually it might be a cut. I know he's having that shoulder surgery and two millions guaranteed. I think here in a couple days, so that also kind of complicates things a little bit, but. I think they'll end up trying to trade him, and if not, they will release him. Yes, I agree. And next player up, Jordan Hicks. 
That's an easy $5 million. Yeah, Do you good, have yeah. any disagreement on no, that? No, no, no. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's an easy one. We can definitely move out of the next one. That's a simple it's one. It's Brian Asamoah's season, baby. Yes, it is. Let's talk. C.J. Ham, fan favorite. Yeah. He saved $3 million. Love me some C.J. Ham. Uh, the Vikings are like the only team who uses their fullback C.J. Ham at a utilization that no other team in the league uses. Uh, it just it doesn't make sense also to pay a fullback this money, right? Uh, so it, it, yeah. to me, look, great dude in the locker room. One of us, so to speak, in Minnesota, but I cut him. Yeah, I, I love C.J. Ham, but you know what? You're so strapped up against the cap that you got to make moves and you're going to make tough decisions. C.J. Ham, for me, is one of them. Next, I've got Chris Reed. And I know we can make the argument for depth, offensive line, but what I saw last year, and this is coming from a guy who was super excited when we brought him onto the team in the offseason, I, I just wasn't impressed. I don't think he was anything worth raising hell about. You saved $2.5 million by cutting Chris Reed. I keep him. Okay. I'm going to keep him for depth, uh, whether that's Ed Ingram insurance, if you will, whether that's just a, a guaranteed guy who did have, to, had, did have to play some center because Garrett Bradbury got hurt, um, and he, he was able to step in and kind of just be your swing offensive lineman, if you will. I'm going to keep him. I could understand why they'd move on. I can under, even, uh, even understand if he wants a starting job somewhere else that he would also ask to move on. He's 31 years old. Um, he's a good depth guy. I lean to keep him, but I'm not going to like be up in arms if he ends up uh, being cut by the Vikings either. I like your argument for maybe an insurance policy for Ed Ingram. My only thing is at center, you don't know the snap count. You don't know yeah. the cadence. I don't know if you're ever going to figure that out. So we disagree on that. Okay. Next player, Ross Blacklock, $1.69 million. I mean, I was, I was kind of curious when they acquired him. I was like, oh, okay, that could be a nice little pick up for them right um but i don't really like really remember him making any type of difference for the vikings this season like i know he obviously got on the field to a degree uh but i think i also cut him he just it, you can find his replacement right like you can find him in the draft you can find a depth guy that's already on the roster i don't he didn't make any di- i barely noticed him last year even after he was acquired right before the season started so i i just say goodbye i say on the field i didn't notice that he was out there i do if I'm not mistaken, I do remember he got hurt and he did miss some games. But even when he was on the field, it's like, okay, man, we can we can find someone else. I've got Brian O'Neill on a restructure, a simple restructure on OverTheCap.com. You save $10.4 million in cap for 2023. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Um, I think when when you sign these long-term deals and, and they're and they're front-loaded and not, not a lot's guaranteed in the back end, you can manipulate these contracts. So... I think he'd be willing to do it. I know he restructured his base last year, right, to like into a signing bonus or something. I think right before the season started, that gave him an extra little bit more wiggle room. So there was a mini transaction there. Um, he's coming off obviously what Achilles surgery? Did he? Have, is it, did he did he tear his ACL or did he tear his Achilles? Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Towards the end of the season, that's right. So I don't know wow. if like the in, if that injury factors in legally and and you know the hoop jumping you have to do with a restructure which that that part is probably the thing we have to figure out uh but i could see them restructuring because it does make sense to lower the cap hit uh but then at the same time if he comes back and he's not the same player well you definitely want to write out this contract and not kick more money down the road to avoid it so i th- i think they're going to approach him with the restructure and if that injury is not an issue to them and he's rehabbing it appropriately then it makes sense to restructure, but it could be something to probably watch as his rehab progresses. 
And for the sake of getting the Vikings to close to just about $28 million in available salary cap for immediate use, Nick Muse, $870,000. You've got, goodness, TJ Hawkinson. You have Johnny Munt. Do you really need anything more after that? No. No, that, that's, that's, that's pretty simple to me. So um, it would make sense for them to probably move on from a lot of those guys too. So the only difference we have is, goodness, Chris Reed. So yeah. for you, based on these moves, if you were, unless you had any additional cuts to make, that will put the Vikings at, goodness, $25.5 million in available cap space. Yeah. I've got them at $28 million. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that they have to get what? They have to clear like five or seven for the draft class, I remember. So some of that will go to the, the rookie class and mostly the first round pick. Um, and then they'll have about, yeah, 20 or so million dollars to play with. They're going to have to get creative with how they want to do that. They're obviously not going to be huge spenders, but I think 25 to 30 is probably their target goal by the time the league year starts to open up here next week. So a good plan. Yeah, I, I agree. And you may have to squeeze out a little bit more based on some free agents that I have the Vikings, how they yes. should go after as far as players. And the thing is you want to, I've got the Vikings anywhere between eight to nine starters. Now think about that. 22 starters that you have total offense and defense. We're not even talking about kicker, which if we want to add that, (laughs) that's nine to 10 players that you need to address. Right. But eight to nine starters between offense and defense. Dex, I've done mock drafts. I've done everything. It is impossible to address all of that through the draft, just the draft. So free agency is super important. You need to be able to eliminate as many starting positions in free agency before you hit the draft. You're in a better situation if you do that. Yeah, that that would be the target goal to do. So I like that. I like that you're creating this cap space. I'm curious on which guys you want to target here. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's get into this here, Realist Randy. Again, you're GM here. You've you've, you've cut the cap space out. You've made some more availability uh, with money to spend. So what free agents? What where, who are we who are we picking up the phone? Who are we picking up this uh, if I will this little Batman phone here and who are we calling first? Who are we calling okay, first? so I, I I split this into hmm. two categories. The first category is go nuts. Okay, that's as in if the Wolf Brothers are saying, "Wait a second, I don't want to hear about a competitive rebuild. We can still compete. Damn it, we won thirteen games last year. If we can just get it together, we can win a Super Bowl." Okay, this is the go nuts category. We need to address, in this category, center and linebacker. And when I say go nuts, I mean you're going to pay a pretty penny for both of these players. Connor McGovern, center from the New York Jets. Mm. And I don't know if this is a new thing from Spotrack.com or maybe I'm just an idiot and have not been paying attention, but they have what's known as the projected market value for each player. Okay. Yep. Connor McGovern has a projected market value of $12.5 million per year. That's going to be your Mm. best bet at the center position. Okay. And the last player in the go-nuts category is linebacker Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo, projected at $11 million per year. That's it. I mean, that's where (laughs) it drops off. And that's assuming that the money is gospel, as Spotrack puts it out. That puts you at $23.5 million per year that's the go nuts category i don't i wouldn't go that route i think the team is a couple of years away from truly contending we talked about this a couple of weeks ago looking at the niners the 
the Eagles, even the Cowboys to some degree. The Vikings, they need some time. My second category is sensible. Okay. This is where you get an extra player and you address an additional starting position. Center, Ethan Pochich from the Cleveland Browns. He's solid. We always talk about can we get an average offensive line. I think Ethan Pochich is that at the center position. Instead of $12.5 million per year for Connor McGovern, with Ethan Pochich, $7.2 million per year. And he's younger. So it helps out not just for the now, but also for the future. Linebacker, I'm also addressing that as well. Anthony Walker Jr. from the Cleveland Browns. Coincidentally, also teammates with Ethan Pochich. He has an estimated market value of $4.4 million. Now, the thing is, I think this would be just a one-year prove-it deal for Anthony Walker Jr. He would be right on par with Tremaine Edmonds as far as the money he would get paid, except he missed, goodness, 13 or 14 games last year with a torn quad tendon. So if you do that, let's say it is gospel and it's just $4.4 million. If you were to get, assuming that health is not an issue, if you were to get Tremaine Edmonds type of productivity, at that rate, that's great. You basically yeah. you basically cheated a year before you have to eventually pay him. Or if you decide not to pay him, you can address inside linebacker in next year's draft. But you can get an additional starter with the sensible category. And I'm going with Isaac Sayamalu, right guard from the Philadelphia Eagles. You get a beast of a guard, an offensive lineman from the best offensive line in the league last year, the Philadelphia Eagles. Estimated market value, $12.1 million. So the difference between the go nuts category and sensible, you get three players in the sensible for $23.7 million. Compared to the go nuts category, Connor McGovern and Tremaine Edmonds, $23.5 million for 2023. The difference is $200,000. Okay. So I really like the idea of trade. Traymond Edmonds. I think uh, he's he's young, so he's 24. They're not gonna. He's not a plotting guy. Like your your point of, it's probably likely that they're gonna get another Jordan Hicks type player, right? A guy who's probably 28, 29, a cheaper asset, maybe a one year kind of mercenary situation where he comes in, he comes and goes, and you know he's gonna play a lot of snaps. Is he going to be a shutdown player? No, but he fills a spot. He's a responsible veteran player that they trust. I think Edmonds strikes me as a guy with his age. And that Brian Flores probably wants to sink his teeth into because he's a former first round pick. Yes, he might come at a little bit more expensive than most, but I think they want some type of core defensive player that that Flores can sink his teeth into and really just make them a lot better. I personally, I think I go with the draft to find my center, and I don't use it on my first okay. round pick. Um, I don't know if that's trading into second because I know there are some depth, uh, some good centers that are projected to go in round two. And obviously the Vikings don't have a second-round pick, so that does complicate things a little bit. I think I look at the NFL draft, and I look for a four-year guy uh, to try to turn the keys over there and make them a lot younger, make them a lot cheaper, and find a new starting uh, starting center that way. That's that's where I would go. I think they're probably going to prioritize more like a linebacker in free agency. They can get that. I don't know if they're going to overpay for an offensive lineman on the free agent market. I think they're willing to do that with a linebacker. I don't think they're going to be willing to do that with a center. So I like these names. I think Edmonds is the one that I am the most intrigued by. Cause I think Flores pull guess here, but I think Flores probably likes that guy the most. 
Do you think that $12.5 million for a guy like Connor McGovern, for example, mm-hmm. is overpaying? Or Ethan Pochich, who I would argue you're getting more value in his production compared to what the market value suggests. And also, one other question, Tremaine Edmonds, you like him a lot. I like him as well. Let's say there's a bidding war for him. He's yeah. the best inside linebacker available in free agency. Right. Are you going to get in that tug of war with other teams out there? Yeah. And mind you, again, you're looking at eight to nine starters that you got to figure out for next year. Mm-hmm. How much, how deep are you willing to go down that rabbit Ooh. hole? So you're, you're definitely like behind the eight ball, so to speak, right? Because you don't have the cap space and look, he's 24, he'll be 25 in May. So he's going to see potential life changing money here. That's going to be presented his way next week. Yeah. He uh, will not be enticed by the money. It's going to be, can the Vikings convince his camp that, Hey, you're going to have Brian Flores here. You have an offense that's really good. You're going to be at the focal point of of this defense. And yes, we might not be able to offer you the similar money that the Bears could or anyone that has more free agent money to play with. But you'd be a focal point in this defense. You can build you can build around you. Um, and I think that would be their strategy to going after him. I understand that money talks, so that's only going to work to s- such a degree. But I think that's a player that Flores would love to get after. I think what concerns me with on the flip side with McGovern is he's going to be 30 years old. Um, sure. And I know linemen can definitely play into their 30s for sure. I just don't know if I can give $12.5 million to a center who's entering his age 30 season. Obviously been a solid player who's drafted in 2016. I think that's um, that's a more riskier bet than betting on someone else either in the draft or finding a lesser center on, on the open market. I think I'm probably out on someone like McGovern. Well, that's and I agree. That's why I'm going with the sensible category of yeah. Ethan Pochich. I disagree with you on, well, you know, it's Brian Flores and he can make you great. I think when it comes to the NFL and the way that they treat their players, money talks. That's all that matters. Everything else is a bonus. If we can win, okay, fine. And if you want, I I don't know how the Buffalo Bills feel because they also have Jordan Poyer out there, a free agent safety. I don't know how they feel about retaining Tremaine Edmonds. But if the option is, assuming that money is the same for Tremaine Edmonds, Minnesota, and Buffalo, well, okay, I would go back to Buffalo because I know I have a better shot of winning. So money's going to talk. Get ready for one incredible night of rock with Static X. And Seven Dust. Machine Killer North American Tour, Saturday, May 18th, Myth Live, with special guests, Dope, and Lines of Loyalty. Tickets on sale now at MythLive.com or eTix.com. Don't miss Static X and Seven Dust. Yeah, and I think from the Vikings side, right, they won 13 games, so that's that's a mm-hmm. definitely attractive thing. But I think a lot of people probably look at, all right, well, they overachieved a little bit, so you know they're probably going to come down to earth to a little bit of a degree, but... I think with someone like Edmonds, that I, with a younger player and with him being maybe the, the focal point on that defense, I mean, the Bills, are they have a lot of good defenders, right? And I know Leslie Frazier stepping down, so that's a complicated situation in Buffalo too. Um, but I think that's kind of their bet. They want to find some defensive player that they can really turn things around and floor is going to have a lot of influence in that. It is interesting that you're a 13-win team, though, and like you and I are talking about should they go center, should they go linebacker, could they go guard, could they figure out a cornerback, which we haven't even talked about. Like, there are... For a team that won 13 games, man, there are a lot of holes and questions that have to be answered here in the next week or so, and there are not a lot of resources to make it happen. 
that's I think is going to be the trickiest part to figure out. So let's let's go down this rabbit hole one more time then. Okay, okay. you want Tremaine Edmonds? Yep. That for me is in the go nuts category as far as like trying to save money. But I do agree, he's younger. He answers the now and the future for the Minnesota Vikings. I think it would be a great get. I just don't. I don't know if the Vikings can afford him while also thinking, okay, we still have seven to eight starters that we got to figure out. So, okay, let's say $11 million. That's what it takes to get him per year. With my freeing up, getting $28 million available, what other free agents do you go after? Oof. Let me pull up a list here. Let me pull up a list here. Because the thing is, again, I've done mock drafts. I've done so many different scenarios. If you want to be competent, unless you want to say, and you know what? With Harrison Smith, he was on my list as far as a post-June 1st cut candidate along with Adam Thielen. If you want to say, well, you know what? Brian Flores, the Wolf Brothers, we can compete now, damn it. We're going to keep Harrison Smith. So, okay, that addresses the opposite safety spot of presumably Lewis Singh. Okay, so that brings you down to, instead of eight to nine starters, seven to eight. And one of those starters, you've got Tremaine Edmonds. So now we've got six to seven starters. So if $11 million is all it takes, that leaves you with about $17 million. You're probably going to need about $6 million to sign your draft picks. Okay, so that's going to put you at, I would say, one more quality starter. Yeah. What say you? So... I would say a player that they could potentially get after, and I know this guy's older, uh, but he is an edge rusher, and he's going to likely be cut as of this morning. Uh, oh, but, no, you're not. Bud Dupree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bud Dupree. Oh, okay. That, okay. That, that, you thought I was going somewhere else? I thought you were going to go with, um, goodness, Leonard Floyd oh. on the Rams. Uh, who, I, it was announced they were going to release him. Yeah. It, which I would say, I was thinking about it too, Dex. That I could, was thinking, oh, so I, I think Dupree's probably your cheap option, and he's an edge rusher. Okay. Um, he is not the player he used to be. He was with he was with the Steelers for a long time. He was with Tennessee the last two years. Um, he is, yeah, going to be 31 years old here, in, or just turned 30 years old, excuse me. So he's, he's now 30, but that's probably someone that's not going to break the bank. Uh, that's in the sensible category, if you will, that you kind of laid out. So that's someone I think the Vikings potentially could pursue. I mean, he was scheduled to make $17 million. That's obviously not going to happen there, rightfully so, to cut him. So he's probably going to have a significant pay cut going into this season. And can you figure out a way where it's like a Zedaria Smith situation where it's kind of a one-year prove-it deal, um, or maybe there's a multi-year deal, but it's front-loaded that you can move on from if it doesn't work out in 2023, right? So I think that's another guy. That's another one that could potentially work out for the Vikings too. Okay, so then if you were to get Bud Dupree, would you still go edge in the draft? which is like presumably what the Vikings are going to do in the first or if they can get a second round pick the first and second rounds. Yeah, I don't think so. I wouldn't hate it because it's it's smart to load up on that position, but I think that would take away some of their need to go after and get it for sure. Like if they don't sign Bud Dupree or they sign just some absolute slappy or some replacement level player, then they probably their, their odds of, of taking one in round one probably go up significantly. So okay. there are there are plenty of uh, different avenues to go down. Actually, realistic Randy, do you want to do a mock draft with me here? Of course. All right. So Always. Let's do a little uh, 2023 mock draft. I'll hit you with this. I want a mock. mock. All right. Yes. 
Do you love the mock? <laughs> yes! I, I don't know why. We always play it on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. I don't know why I don't ever. If I had my button bar with me, I should be playing it for you I as well. I feel so honored. I Growing up, or not growing up, goodness, I'm talking like I was a kid listening to you guys on 1500 ESPN previously, but listening to you guys on 1500 ESPN, chiming in on Ventline, hearing I want to mock, it was awesome. Thank you for that soundbite. We'll play it uh, every time now going forward just for you, Randy. I got that for you. Um, all right. This is from PFF. All right. So let's go with this. Uh, number one overall, the Colts trade up. They take Bryce Young. I, I think we're still waiting for the Bears to officially announce it, but every all signs point to them probably moving on from that first pick. Uh, so sure. the Colts trade up. Uh, they take Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. Okay. He's the best quarterback in this draft. Yeah. By far. Uh, in fact... Two more quarterbacks at picks two and three. The Houston Texans take C.J. Stroud, and the Panthers trade up to three to take Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Okay. The stock is and rising you know there, Realistic and, and, Randy. You know what? I'm glad. I, I hope. You know what's what's crazy is athleticism. That's yeah. all we talk about with this guy, Anthony Richardson, is athleticism. But what about his ability to connect with his receivers at a consistently accurate clip? Well, that doesn't matter because the broad jump and the 40. Oh, okay. What plays are we going to need the broad jump for a quarterback? Please, please. You know what? Save the Vikings from themselves. I hope he's picked at pick three. couple more quarterbacks. Will Levis pick seven to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, let's see here. Christian Gonzalez. Excuse me. Devin Witherspoon at nine goes to Arizona. Christian Gonzalez went to the Lions at, at six. So the NFC North division rival take a cornerback. Uh, Quinton Johnston, the first wide receiver off the board. He goes to the Texans wow. at pick 12. Uh, Zay Flowers goes to the Patriots at pick 14. Dalton Kincaid, a tight end from Utah, goes to the Packers at 15. They keep getting mocked to numerous tight ends, whether it's Kincaid or um, the Notre Dame guy. Uh, let's see, Jackson Smith and the Jigba goes to the Seahawks at pick 20, who's been mocked to the Vikings plenty of times. Wow. Okay. Lucas Van Ness, the Iowa Hawkeye, goes at pick 21 to the uh, Chargers. Clark Phillips III from Utah, a corner, goes to Baltimore at pick 22. So that means the Vikings are on the clock. Look at that, Randy. Love little, it. little draft chime. And they take... Cornerback Deontay Banks. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. Stop it. Oh, my God. Dex, listen. The Vikings were 22nd in sex. You know how many times that we all, as Vikings fans, were watching this team against opposing quarterbacks? Just, hey, set hut. Watching, watching, watching. They had all the time in the world to throw. You could put prime Deion Sanders back there, and it doesn't matter if you don't have a pass rush, damn it. Address defensive line, edge rusher. My goodness, can we address that first? You address the pass rush, it helps the cornerbacks. This is ridiculous. Every year, they're going to go cornerback in the first round. I'm so sick and tired of cornerback. But you know what? With our luck, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Cornerback. No pass rush worth a damn. But we have all these cornerbacks, damn it, just traveling in space for 10 seconds of play. Give me a break. Poor realistic Randy's going to lose his mind when uh, pick 23 comes in and it's going to be a cornerback here in a couple months. Oh, I'm sorry, man. So another cornerback. So they've had wide receivers and cornerbacks. I feel like those are the two positions we keep seeing the Vikings get mocked to at pick 23. 
You know what I realized lately? Bacon takes so long to cook. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my goodness. Right. If, if you if you want to cook a whole thing of bacon, you might as well put it in the oven and yep. it's going to take you 20 minutes or so. I don't know which takes longer. The Vikings pass rush getting after the quarterback or baking or bacon getting cooked. I don't know. Big fan. But we want to get a cornerback. Big fan of chewy bacon. I'm not a crispy bacon guy, so take that out of the oven Price earlier. 17 minutes. I, I I like chewy bacon, crispy bacon. I, I don't like when my stuff breaks. Chewy. Give me give me the risk of honestly food poisoning. Give me some raw bacon. Give me some chewy chewy bacon. I just wanted to kiss the kiss the pan for a little bit. That's uh, that that is and how I like way, my bacon. By the way, that's the Vikings selecting at 23. <laughs> you're not going to make a pick until the third round, assuming that you can trade up. So what? You're going to have to give up a future second or third round pick to jump back into the second round but assuming that they don't you're not making a pick again until the third round what are you doing with this pass rush what are you doing yeah it's hopefully bud dupree and daniel hunter can get after it that's if they go the route that that you went right but it it doesn't solve anything the defensive line who's going to be the third defensive lineman for this team along with harrison phillips and dalvin tomlinson assuming that he comes back this is ridiculous. We have plenty of get uh, more to get to in the offseason edition of Realistic Randy Rants. Clearly, clearly, there's plenty of different things that can set off my guy here. There's plenty of different things uh, that the Vikings could do to create more cap space. Man, we are just beginning. And, and this time next week, the tampering period is open, Realistic Randy, so you and I will be able to get after it with that uh, and, and react to whatever is going on. And weeks after that, free agency moves start to happen. So this is, uh, this is the first domino to fall here. Kendricks has been cut. We've just created more cap space. We gave some suggestions on what tar- uh, targets to get in free agency. Buckle up, my friend. It's about to get even more wild. I'm trying to be positive, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to sit here and say this is going to be great, wonderful offseason. But, oh, my God, if the Vikings trade up for Anthony Richardson or stand pat at 23 and select a cornerback, I don't know what I'm going to do. It, I'm going to lose it. You're going to lose it. Well, every Monday, though, you got it right here at Realistic Randy and also on his own YouTube channel, too. So if, if this is just the appetizer, go to Realistic Randy's YouTube channel, too, uh, for plenty of Vikings entertainment. Sir, uh, same time next Monday, we'll have more to break down right here on Purple Daily. We want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die.